I really like the people at Rumble. Supposedly, the people at Rumble are awesome. Yeah, you so, know, supposedly they um, they won't censor anything is what they say. So I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't mean the people who run it. I don't know who runs it. I like the commenters and the people who watch the content. You know, they're really cool people over there. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not like Trollville. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. I, I don't we know. We have a I'm pretty not... big Instagram, mm-hmm. and over at Instagram, dude, it, it it's so crazy. People say the craziest things. You're just like, what? Where does this come from? This information you're giving me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I like those troll-free areas. Yeah. Can I ask you one more thing? Um, um, have you ever heard of, or do you, are you a part of? Uh, just curious because I just heard this guy earlier this week. His name is Drew Miller. Uh, oh yeah, you know him. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, are you part of the Fortitude Ranch Network at all? Oh yeah, big time. Okay, we're a big time part of the Fortitude Ranch Network. Actually, we uh, our Dave Jones, the NBC guy, guy we talked about earlier. He's a member over at the West Virginia part. We've done a lot of work with those guys. Um, one of our membership benefits is a spreadsheet that the guys at Fortitude Ranch created that they were kind enough to let us use. And this spreadsheet basically tells you how big's your survival party, how many chickens, cows, pigs, rice, gardens. It's basically a spreadsheet that'll tell you exactly what you need if you want to survive sort of off the grid food-wise. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, they they've actually mentioned us on the Tim Pool podcast. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm on the. That's where I heard. I'm it, on to the. Be a, with you. Yeah, I'm on a board. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, I'm on a I'm on a preparedness board with Drew Miller and Dave Jones and some other guys. We're actually meeting tomorrow. And it's uh, he wants to put together some kind of crazy Burning Man for preppers. I don't know what that's going to be all about, but we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, but he, look, Fortitude Ranch is legit. I can tell you that much. Right. You know, it's a legit solution. I think you should, you know, I think you, the people who come that are preppers are going to have a much better time than suburbanites who are making a major downgrade and a major switch in lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's not going to be the most comfortable living you've ever had, but... It's going to be better than death in New York City. I right. can promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And they're expanding, man. They're they're blowing up. They're going to open some new locations. Yeah. Soon, I, I think. Yeah. Actually, on on um, on that podcast, he just saying they were actually just acquiring some land in New York State, not in New York City, but in New York State. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the. Uh, yeah, we know the guy who's who's ro- mulling that over in his head. Mm-hmm. He's actually a listener to our podcast. Well, I was, but uh, yeah, we're we're yeah. intimately involved with Drew, man. He's a good guy. He knows his stuff. Yeah, he and seemed... he's employed Dave Jones to help him with the food production and all that stuff in West Virginia, and and we're gonna just mimic that, um, at the rest of the locations because it works, you know. Right. Yeah, he seemed like he he was um, pretty knowledgeable and um, pretty pretty good person when i listened to him but it was just funny that i just heard it like earlier this week and you were coming on our show so <laughs> i thought that was funny yeah man that's <laughs> he's part of that network i was talking about at the beginning of the show it's like you want what you get enough of these people these like 
difference makers in the end of the world community under your wing or not under your wing, but in your network. And it's like, yeah, you, you got resources, you know, good. Right. Yeah. I have a question as well. It's off the Go subject. For it, man. It's off the I'm subject. all ears. Uh, so what is I your, I got to lift weights after this. Trust <laughs> me. You keep going. I'm What's sitting your, in the uh, gym parking lot right now. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, what is your, uh, book about, um, darker trails? Oh, Darker Trails is crazy. <laughs> Darker Trails is the first book I wrote in uh, four years, five years. I wrote a Christmas story back in 2018 that I was just compelled to write. And it's really good. I'd highly, if you're a Christmas fanatic, pick up the Christmas hook. It's a, it's a really cool story. Um, but Darker Trails is a culmination of stories and uh, charcoal drawings that I did over the years that I kind of compiled. So it's uh, 16, I think, different stories in that book. And yeah, it's a bunch of short stories all about dystopia, the future, survival situations, you know, and a lot of good ones. I mean, there's a story in there about the hype, what the hypothetical confiscation of firearms might look like. There's a story in there about um, a revolutionary plant recycling plan that goes totally haywire and kills everybody. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of stories like that. You know what I mean? But there's a really great story called Neuralink. And that (laughs) is literally a conversation between a father and a son. And I just mimicked it off of a hyper hypothetical conversation that I may have to have with my son one day. And it's just, you know, the conversation of dad son wants to put a, a brain chip and Wi-Fi in his brain because everybody's doing it and dad's trying his best to uh, you know not be a, just a caveman dad and yell at him but figure out how can I convince this kid not to slave himself right so yeah it was it's you know it was a, that book was a dream of mine to write I really wanted to put together sort of a dystopian and survival kind of anthology of stories and dark you know a little creepy that kind of stuff right and that's what darker trails is um i'll tell you a book that i think people should certainly have in their library that i wrote years ago in 2015 it was called come unity community and that's basically the neighborhood rebuilding guide so that's the book that teaches you how to make a neighborhood again which i think is just so important this day and age you know there's there's prepping advice in it and things that you can do you know to sort of prep as a neighborhood um but the bulk of it is just reestablishing that connection with neighbors that i think is so valuable man right well james we appreciate you coming on this week wait one more oh, thing I, oh randy's no keep going man uh just one more thing real quick uh he's trying to work out randy i know i'm sorry <laughs> don't worry about it so how did you hear about us the rural pot the rural america podcast you guys were in the newsletter if i remember that i get from andrew allman Shout out to Andrew Allman. Yeah, sure. Is that true? Does <laughs> that sound right to you guys? I mean, that sounds right. I know we were going to be in a newsletter. I just wasn't sure which one. Yeah, I get a I get a weekly 
couple times a week, actually. And if you guys don't know about it, I'll email it to you. Because okay. I might be wrong. I might have heard about you somewhere else, and I'm just thinking this because I see a lot, a lot of people this way. But I get this email every single week, a couple times a week, of guests that can be on podcasts and hosts that are looking for guests. And I'm almost 100% sure that I saw the Rural, Rural America podcast sent you guys a message and said, this has to work. Right, yeah, yeah, we <laughs> if got the your rural men, America yeah. guys turned me down. I don't know where I've got left to go. Because <laughs> if you guys don't get it, I don't know. We well, might be in worse shape than I think. One one good thing is we we don't take any advertising money, so yeah, uh, so we don't we just do this for the fun of it. So uh, yeah, we we don't have a whole. I mean, we don't have a huge. We're not like you know, I don't know. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, or somebody, <laughs> you know, or nothing like that. But, Larry Bird, but uh, but yeah, we just decided we're we're just not even going to try to get advertisers. So, and that way we can just. Well, I'll give you one tip, okay? Okay. When you do get advertisers, tell them exactly what you guys like to talk about, because, man, that can go bad too for you. Oh no, I know. If you want to, if you want to say what you want to say on the air. You know, yeah. oh, well, I know. Exactly. You can get that dark phone call from an advertiser the day after a certain podcast, and they tell you, "We didn't really know we were affiliated with such a bunch of bigots as yourselves, <laughs> racists and homophobes, probably." <laughs> exactly. So you got to lay that on the line up front. That's what I do with every sponsor we have. I say, "Go listen to last week. Listen to the shows from last week. Listen to the shows from a month ago." Okay. Pick the most inflammatory titles you can, and if you feel okay about that, we can do business. Right. Because yeah. I don't want no surprises. Well, so so far, we haven't been kicked off anything yet. Yeah, thankfully. That's great. I hope those days are coming to an end, man. I really do. Everybody deserves a voice, you know? The First Amendment was not a bad idea. No, <laughs> I, think that me, I think that social media would do better to replicate that, you know? I think you're right. Rather than figure out who to shut up and who to let talk. Right. Well, we appreciate you coming well, on. Well, it's fun, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. you have to come on again sometime if you choose to. I think you guys should come on Preppers Live one night. Oh, that'd be Introduce all right. yourselves and your podcast to our network. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. I cool. like your guys' tone, man. We could have a blast. Yeah, I appreciate it. We're not – well, we're definitely not professionals. We just decided yeah. to do this on a whim, and – um Anyway, uh, but it working out so far. Just you know, just we are getting listeners. So, but we're just like not huge yet. But anyway, <laughs> so what do what do you guys? I listened to a couple of your podcasts, but what is an ideal sort of show for the rural America podcast? I think this one was pretty good so far. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we talk we talk about everything. We talk about uh, we talk to rural people all over the place from every walks of life. Oh, that's cool. I, I think I could. Because our, our audience is very rural. I'm just not rural necessarily, you know. Right. Well, so we got a lot of people who are rural for sure. They'd appreciate your take. Well, what my my view was, uh, or what my view of what we were, what I was wanting to do originally, because uh, I listened to Rogan a lot, okay. So I was thinking about, oh, yeah, we'll just get normal people to come on the podcast and talk about their story because – what it was was like um, Sean was the one that pitched it to me. Like maybe we ought to start a podcast, but 
And then after I got to thinking about it, um, I used to watch, uh, I've said this before on here, but I used to watch Sunday morning CBS, or CBS Sunday morning shows uh, when I was a kid. And on that show, every now and then, the host of the show would just drive in a bus around the United States somewhere and just stop randomly and start talking to somebody, and and it would always make a good story. And I, I thought I thought that was what we was gonna do. It's just the thing of it is, we can't hardly get anybody to come on. <laughs> Not from rural America, anyway. right? Yeah, they have opinions, but they don't want to share them with anybody. Yeah. yeah, that's a sad thing, right? They probably got some great information. Yeah, right. they do. Yeah, that's for sure. They're but, scared the Fed's gonna whine like the FBI will be at their door. Yeah, yeah, kicking it in, shooting their dog. <laughs> Flash bomb in their house. Right. Yeah. Wait, they're here now. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my fault for sure. I can guarantee you that. Uh, Guilt by association. <laughs> no, but this will come out Sunday, so we're yeah. recording today. It'll come out Sunday morning, so. Yeah, send me the link. I'll send it out to our mailing list and all that stuff. I'm sure people will get a kick out of it, and then we'll figure out what, what Monday. We do Mondays like 8 o'clock Eastern. I don't know if that works for you guys uh, or not. PM. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll just uh, we'll uh, shoot emails back and forth, and so figure, you got all figure something out. Yeah, I got his information. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. James, I appreciate it, guys. Hey, we fun. appreciate it too, and uh, we'll give you uh, the old forpatriots.com shout out and your darker trails shout out. I'm gonna have to get into that. I think. Yeah. But that sounds interesting. Yeah. For sure. So we appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Well, there we go, Randall. There was our guest for the show. Now we have to take a break because I have to pee. Super bad. (laughs) I tried to end the show like 15 times. Randy kept not (laughs) letting it happen. (laughs) Usually it's Randy jumping over there. I'm holding it in. (laughs) I I thought he was really good. Oh, before we go, I want to say this, though. Our audio quit working. Again. Motherfuckers. Sorry. No, I swear. And it's like, I think it stopped right around the time he started talking about, like, uh, people canceling, like, you the YouTube shit or whatever. But I quickly seen it and picked it right back up, so. Okay. There would just be two things again. Like, there was that, uh, I think it was the first time we did it or something like that. Right. Or, like, the power went out. We'd have to, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's well, okay. Our fans know we'll rule. Sorry, sorry about that with everybody, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I hope, I hope there wasn't much that we missed. I, I don't think so, but we'll see. Maybe it was the government. Womp, 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 womp. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> when Damn you it. On YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll be right back after this. You know how it is. We got to pee. You probably do too, or maybe you're just trying to. Scream at the guy in front of you in traffic. It's going super slow. We don't know what you're doing. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. Appreciate you guys sticking around. I'm Sean. And I'm Randy. This is Rule America. America. Freaking sound.
not going anywhere without the mic on. All right. Hello, party people. Good God. I'm not going to lie to you. This is our third time trying to do this. <laughs> <laughs> we suck at trying to read. We're dyslexic as shit, and we can't tell time. Anyway, hello, United States, Germany, United Kingdom, India, Brazil, Canada, Thailand, Singapore, Israel, Bangladesh, Sweden, Jamaica, Italy, Poland, Philippines, Australia, Belgium, Norway, Indonesia, Uruguay, Japan, Taiwan, Hungary, Ireland, Russia, Dominican Republic, Portugal, Republic of Lithuania, and hello, Denmark. Hello, my, Denmark. My goodness. Anyway, Randy? Yeah. Pound your news over there real quick. Oh, all I got is uh, I was going to shout out to Lake Cumberland Speedway. So, <gasps> uh, you can go to Lake Cumberland Speedway on the, what do you call it, the multi-web? Internet. Well, I don't know what you call it. Anyway. On uh, the line. Okay. Go ahead. LCSpeedway.net. Don't try to type in, type in .com because somebody stole that one from them. Losers. Okay, so April 1st, open practice. Open practice. Uh, they're off on the 8th, on April 8th. Uh, the 15th of April, season opener. April 22nd, demolition derby. And on Friday, April 28th, they have the Super Late Model Special, which is Shaper's Oil Spring Nationals Late Model, $7,500 to win. $7,500 doll hairs to win. And all you wrestling fans out there, if you don't know where to go, you go to TripleCrownWrestling.com. Go to their Facebook page. Go to their YouTube channel. Support these guys. Don't be scared, okay? You want to see some DDTs? You want to see some Full Nelsons? This is the place to get it. Okay, live action. We're talking Turtle Man style. Live action! Anyway. Oh, the song changed up, and now I started to get hard. But, hey, <laughs> hey, sorry. I didn't mean to mention that. But, anyway. Oh, where you can find us is Facebook. Go to our Facebook page. Like, follow. Go to where, Randy? Oh, RuleAmericanPodcast.com. The dot com! And you can also go to RuleAmericanPodcast at gmail.com. Any of those places you can find us, any of those places you can message us, write in. Yeah, write tell, in. Tell us what we're doing stupidly and wrong, and tell us what we're doing good. Yeah, if you get a laugh, and open let your, us know. Open your mind. Open your mind to the rural American way. Yeah. Which most people don't think this is rural America, but it actually is. <laughs> but that's fine. Not everybody in rural America agrees with our show, but hey. Also, shout out to Fish Moon. Fish Moon Brewery. I almost forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Fish Moon Brewery. Shout out to Henry Gray Publishing Company and oh, Papa yeah. Rock uh, Books. And you can find them on Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, right. all kinds of places. Right. So check them out. Uh, make sure you check us out. And we're, where are we at, Randy? We're on Spotify, YouTube, Google. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God, we're worldwide. Worldwide. Podverse. Uh, Podverse. Almost misspoke there. Uh-oh. And, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, Anchor. Yeah, Breaker. Breaker. Yeah. We're on iHeartRadio, Google we have, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We haven't got kicked off yet. Yeah. We're still going. We haven't got eliminated. And I would say that's due to a lot of... Because we don't have advertisements. <laughs> Randy, you didn't have to just throw us in the dirt oh, and rub our nose in the pee. Everybody needs to know that we just do this for fun anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, that's why we do shout-outs instead of ads. There you go. So, 
We appreciate you guys listening every week. We know uh, sometimes it's probably a struggle to get through our podcast, but hey, sometimes it's a struggle for us as well because <laughs> we're drug addicts. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, we appreciate you guys every week listening to us. We wouldn't be here without you. Um, really, that's what keeps us going. I think is even though in the one person is listening to our show, just cracks us up, and we love it. And we love all you guys, and we love all these countries that decided to join in the Rule America podcast. It's ridiculous. Anyway, let's get back to the show, Randy, because these people are tired of We probably ought to. Yeah. Or they're tired of, they shut us off or something. That's true. Tired of listening to us ramble. Anyway, thank you guys very much. I'm Sean. And I'm Randy. And back to the show. Rule America podcast. Rule America. And we're back, Randy. Almost forgot to turn his mic. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. Thank goodness. Oh. Well, it's good to have James on. Yeah. Sucks the sound went out. Thanks a lot, whoever you are. The IBF or the ACI. You know who they are. <laughs> Could have been the artificial intelligence. I don't know. Uh, I don't know either, but it's pissing me off, Randy. I don't understand why that keeps happening. Well, I'm not a technical person, so I have no idea. Well, I'm not either. We're just here. <laughs> so yeah, I'm kind of I'm probably going to check it out after the show to be honest that uh for patriots.com, that food place mm-hmm. and where he gave us the code, don't forget the code PBN as in Niagara Falls in Yeah, PBN. And you'll get what what he say? 10% off? That's what he said. Yeah. So there you go. Promo code. Bam. First one on the show, I think, that gave us a promo code. Yeah. Wham. Yeah, I'll have to check that out too. I might go ahead on that ready wise too, where he's where he said that it was like top of line, like tastes good or whatever. Yeah. I just want to try it. I looked at some on uh I can't remember what it was, but uh I looked at one and it was like, I don't know. For like a three months, was it three months? No, it was thirty days supply. It was like fifty bucks for one person, and then um, on the ready wise. No, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember oh, the website. Okay. I just remember I looked it up once before. Right. And uh, anyway, I was talking to my wife about it, and she was like, "Man, we, we could just score some food here. I mean, if, if that's what you want to do." Well, yeah, but it goes bad quick. Well, I don't want to say quick, but... Canned food will last <laughs> a long time. Yeah. And if you can keep meat yeah. frozen, it'll last a while. But, but if you can't, then you're if screwed. If you can't, yeah. But canned food will go bad eventually, but it takes a long time. You think so? Mm-hmm. What about meat? Canned meat? Uh, That's a whole different I animal. don't know. I've never had any <laughs> of that. I mean, you can buy those... I wonder if you could look on a tan, uh, like a can of tuna, you know... Right. I mean, it's obviously got an expiration date. Probably does. But even after, even after it's expired, you can still eat it for a while after that. Look, I'm not scared to do that with fish, okay? Right. Or beef. You might get a little sick. Mm-hmm. But pork, 
Oh, the chicken. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, no. <laughs> yeah, Sean's not going there. <laughs> I don't know, but like like uh, Vienna sausages, right? Right. Well, I yeah. think I bought some of those back during 2020, and I just looked the other day, and they're still good for another couple of years, I think. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. They must put some real preservatives <laughs> in there. Huh? What the hell we eat? It's, it's probably pretty much like what he was saying, where you salt it or whatever. It's they got so just much salt it, in yeah, it. Yeah, so they should just put on the can <laughs> survival meat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I would try that. Like, I wouldn't, I would try the beef, right? Uh-huh. If somebody, like, hung it, salted it, di- and they knew what the fuck they were doing. Well, yeah, you'd have to have that, yeah. Yeah, I would try, so I'd just see what's happening. Because that's a really good idea if you knew how to do it. Yeah, it would be a good skill to have, I would guess. But we know somebody with a freezer, too, just saying. And a butcher shed. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... We could try it there, maybe. I don't know where. To, I don't know where do you get. I, I mean, I guess you can buy it. At Butcher, prob- probably Walmart, or yeah, maybe. A bit. No, I was just saying. Oh, uh, cheesecloth is what I was going. Oh yeah, you could. You can get cheesecloth at Walmart. Okay. Yeah, I'd we'd have to get the meat from the butcher. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't go to the. Yeah. Kids that are listening, don't go to Walmart and buy a pack of hamburger, take it out, and put it in the freezer with a bunch of salt and cheesecloth <laughs> on it, and try to eat yeah, it. Yeah, that's not going to work. Try to eat it in a year. <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Hell, half that probably ain't even hamburger in there. Who knows what's in there? I'm just saying. We don't know what's in there. I understand. Because if you go to a butcher and you get hamburger, it's t- it tastes way different. But good. Way tastier. That's all I'm saying. Moving it's on. It's probably a lot better for you. Oh, well, yeah. They got all kinds of... Chemicals. Well, yeah, and you know where the meat's coming from. Right. It's like, where's this meat from? Well, part of it's from China. Part of it's from here. You know what? Mo- you know, on that point, like, uh, there's, uh, there's actually farms that sell meat now. But they yeah. can't. They say they can't say that they're grass fed, even though they are. Really? Because you have to pay to get that pr- promotion on your packaging. Oh my god! <laughs> you have to pay for things to be natural now. <laughs> That's cool. I'm well, just saying. Yeah, whoever. <laughs> it's yeah, it's all about this right here. It's the government man. It's all about the money. <laughs> yeah. We don't care that you actually feed your grass. Cass, uh, your cow's grass, sir. You want to put that label on there? It's this much a year. Now piss off. You want to drive that car on the road? You got to have these. And I can't you pay rem- for them every year. I can't remember if it was the grass-fed logo or label or maybe it was... Uh, organic? Organic. Maybe. Th- I, I, it, it might be both. I can't remember. It was something like that. Yeah, because they're idiots. They just need to stay out of everything like that. Well, just get your Lucky Charms. Let's hire them a food pyramid. Don't forget about that. Ground <laughs> beef's on the bottom. You'll die. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see who lives longer. That's what sh- they should do. Somebody should uh, put that on TV. You got two dudes who volunteer to do it that just want to, like, one wants to kill himself. The other one wants to be a werewolf, right? They don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> hear me out, okay, right? Yeah, all right. <laughs> you put one in a room, and you don't feed him nothing but Lucky Charms. 
okay? <laughs> and you stick the other one in the room, you don't feed nothing but ground meat to him. And then you open up the middle wall and see what happens. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. The, s- the skinny, sick dude's going to be, like, trying to eat the big, muscular-bound, beef-fed dude, and it's just not going to work well for the Lucky Charms guy. He will not be lucky. I'd pay to watch that. <laughs> Maybe not them at the end, but like definitely like eat Lucky Charms for 30 days and see what happens. Nothing but Lucky Charms. Well, you know, we are celebrating, uh, celebrating St. Patrick's Day, right? So that is true. That's this week. Run out and get a box. <laughs> you know what? Don't put milk in there either. You pour a... Uh, Pour a little Jameson on that. (laughs) (laughs) Irish whiskey, that'll get you going. Shoo. Couldn't imagine. My goodness. Well, guess what? Mm, My goodness, look at the screen for the people that are watching. Oh, wow. We wow. Bam, Randy, you see that shit? That's Stormy Daniels meets with prosecutors investigating hush money paid to her on behalf of Donald Trump, her lawyer says. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't care. Now, is that true? We don't know. Could be, could be not. Smoke and mirrors, maybe. Well, they got to get indicted before he becomes president again, so we'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Come on now. Oh, sorry. What are you doing? Sorry. I was getting all technical, and I was making sure that we weren't getting cut off by the BIF or the AIC. You know who you are. (laughs) 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 So, okay, I'm just going to bring this up because I got a few things for it or whatever, so I figured I'd get it all out of the way real quick. And you might have some stuff to put in there as well. Okay. So, Biden's approval of the Willow Project shows inconsistency of the U.S.'s first climate president. Joe Biden continues to confound on the climate crisis, hailed as America's first climate president. That sounds like a movie. (laughs) Biden signed sweeping landmark legislation to tackle global heating last year and warned that rising temperatures are a threat to humanity. And yet, on Monday, his administration decided to approve one of the largest oil drilling projects staged in U.S. history in decades. Yeah, in Alaska. Yeah, Willow Project. That's what I was getting ready to bring up on that. See, bam! Me and Randy, we're in sync with each other. We know what we wanted to talk about next. You know why? He has to. He has to approve it, because if not, we're going to be in trouble. Because... We're already there. Well, we're already in trouble, but... um, but yeah, with the uh, Saudi Arabians getting close with the Chinese. Oh yeah, look, dude. <laughs> I know that. <coughs> I know that regular people probably don't know what's going on with that situation, right? Mm-hmm. But we do. Mm-hmm. We know what's going on behind the scenes. Iran is getting with the Chinese, and the wh- who else was Saudi it? Arabia. Saudi Arabia, and probably Russia is in there in the behind the curtain as Iran well. Iran and Russia has always been friendly. There we go. So. They're going to start using the what, Randy? It was your story. You tell them what they're going to do. Oh, they're good. yeah, they're going to start using the Chinese, what, I don't know what's called, currency. Uh, they uh, So Saudi Arabia 
forever, or well, since we got, you know, really close with Saudi Arabia, just to, you know, so we could get their oil. Um, they the condition was that they always had to sell their oil with U.S. dollars. So now that they're uh, uh, signed a deal with uh, China and Saudi or what was the other one? Iran. Uh, so now they're they decided that they can sell their oil with the Chinese currency, right? So that takes our dollar out of it. Yes, which means that will take our dollar. Uh, it's going to crumble be, it up. It's going to be hard to say what's going to happen, but it could <coughs> be catastrophic. Yeah, here's what's going to happen: they're going to take a dollar bill, they're going to crumple it up. Somebody's going to throw it against the wall. Whatever change comes out of that, that's what the dollar's going to be worth. Probably about a penny. Could be a penny and a half. Well, it's possible it could start some more superinflation. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, for sure. Because that's Especially the with the oil. That's really the... <laughs> that's the one of the main... Or probably our main export is the U.S. dollar. Yeah. Because that's what the world currency has been since, I think... World War One or World War Two, right? Anyway, and uh, now it's going to be the yen. And and the only reason why the dollar's worth a, a dollar, which it's technically not anymore, but anyway, that's another story. But the only reason why it's worth what it is is only because everybody had to use it, right? Yeah. And now, if they don't use it anymore, it's going to become worth a lot less. Right. It's going to become worth. Crap. <laughs> it's going to become worth paper. <coughs> Scrap paper. Especially since they keep printing more off. Yeah, with a bunch of funny stamps on it. Well. It's just ridiculous is what it is. This is just all, all this stuff's coming with this and the banking thing collapsing and right, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is all just <coughs> coming together all at once. is like a huge, if for it's those, a, those people that think about Speaking of the preppers, I mean, the people that think about, like, uh, apocalyptic times or whatever, it's just all all this stuff coming all at once is right. uh, a good... Uh, America's getting punched right in her pussy <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's just like a firestorm of, you know, just bad things that are happening to the United States right now. It's crazy. Yeah, but we still got a good war. Okay, yeah, that's true too. We gotta, we gotta, yeah, we gotta get that money out to them. Um, I have a clip real quick that's about uh, that as well that I wanted to play real fast. It's not that long, but it's still funny. You ready? Okay. I have a question about the Willow Project in Alaska. What's more important to President Biden, improving energy security or reducing fossil fuels? So. First of all, um, it doesn't have to be uh, one or the other. Right? We can try to be dope. In 2019, I guarantee you we're going to end fossil fuel. So this project would just be dead, right? So here's what I can say about that. The president uh, did meet with the Alaska delegation uh, last week at the White House. Uh, he always appreciates uh, uh, me speaking and meeting with the full delegation, understand what their concerns are. Uh, so I'll, I'll leave it there. Um, and when it comes to that specific decision, that's something that the Secretary of Interior is going to make. Uh, so I'm not going to get ahead 
of, uh, of where she's going to be. But the president has met with the delegation, and I'm just going to leave it there. Okay. Why are they always not answering questions? They just do this big run around the bush type thing. I'm just going to leave it there. No. In 2019, ending fossil fuels, now the biggest project in decades. Answer it. Uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she must have took classes with uh, Kamala Harris. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, we got another clip of her talking about it. Oh, do we? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's play that real quick because it's great, too. Was there any discussion in the White House about what the blowback would be for approving the Willow Oil Project? Because people have gotten quite upset about it. I think there's some protesters outside right now. Well, I think that the, the, the concerns are based on what we should all be concerned about. But the, the solutions have to be and include what we are doing in terms of going forward, in terms of investments. <laughs> I, th- I heard that, actually, yeah. that clip before. But so... Uh, Okay, and here here's what you get too. So the guy, the you viewers or listeners that are actually watching the video part of it or whatever, you can see this. For ones that aren't, I'll just describe it to you. Here are the Willow protesters. Notice how they only got four of them to take a picture together. It's weird, and they all look like they're homeless who've been paid to stand there with a sign. Not only that, it looks like professionally made signs to me. Oh yeah. Definitely. Is that real protesters? Fuck no. <laughs> no. We got some, uh, you know, fake liberal person who are supposedly liberals, liberals now, but they're not. We got her. We got some taxi fucking driver or whatever standing here who they stopped and was like, you want to make 50 bucks? They got some homeless lady who can't even speak fucking English. She's standing here with a sign. She doesn't even know what she's holding. Look at her face. She's like, huh. Well, at least they got them right side up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then we got a we got a black lady in the back, but you can't see her sign. Racist? Hmm. Who you? No, them. <laughs> these these fucking oh, I get what you're protesters. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> People that whoever conglomerated this picture and was like, "Here's fifty bucks. Stand in this picture and hold this sign." Ah, <laughs> uh, it's classic. I'm just saying. I heard the clip of Biden saying uh, when he was running for office that he, you know, yeah, no more federal or no more drilling on federal land. Yeah. Um, fossil fuels, you know, we're going to get off of them. They have to come to an end. Yeah. And or, <coughs> and that's, you know, pretty much, I don't know, anyway, he it that way but uh i can't uh, i should uh, i should have got the clip i didn't right oh well <laughs> but yeah that's i mean it's just weird weird stuff nobody's talking about that about the whole china iran oh uh, there's people talking about it just not on the mainstream media. that's what i mean we're, <laughs> all, we're all talking about balloons and trains <laughs> and dumb shit and now we got this, the Willow Project, which obviously they know what's getting ready to happen, or they wouldn't be doing this. They wouldn't be able to. They wouldn't be getting ready to start a giant drilling project, even though we're saving the climate. 
Why doesn't it open up the pipeline? <laughs> That's already been shut down. If he can't do that, then he'll be in big trouble. He'll look like a buffoon even more than he does. Wasn't it, did, did I mention this before? I think I heard that Canada got mad at us over. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Now they're probably like, hey, we're going to Alaska, though. We're going to build a giant one even bigger. <laughs> we'll get you some oil from there. As Biden likes to whisper in people's ears. You know how he is. Yeah. Take a big sniff. <laughs> don't worry. Papa Biden will take care of you. <laughs> and if not, I'll send my son to be on the board to make millions. Anyway. Enough about that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a bad deal. I mean, I think it's too late. Even if we start this project, I think it's too late. Like, we're already too far past. Yeah, how long is it going to take to get that oil? Oh, God, forever. Probably 2030 before we would even see, like, any kind of real, like, results. Yeah, this ain't just an erecta. Whatever in the hell they had back in the 1800s. You know, they wrecked a thing in a month where they're... <laughs> 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 Two guys on each end pumping the oil out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it works like that no more. I'm pretty sure it's a big project. Probably takes years to build. And then to start seeing production probably takes even longer. <sighs> Uh, I got one more Biden thing. Oh, no. I got something else. Did you see where uh, now he's, uh, after he put in his budget for the year, and the Republicans say that he's, you know, they're not going to approve it, and they're going to, you know, they're trying to negotiate. Right. Whatever. So, anyway, um, so did you see his speeches where he said that, uh, um, these congressional Republicans want to defund the police. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. And, uh, well, he said police and FBI. Now, they might have been talking about doing that with the FBI, but I don't think they want to defund the police. But, I don't know, maybe some of them do. Who knows? Oh, I'm sure some that of was, them still do. That was a totally left-wing thing. You know, that was happening before, you know, the defund the police thing and all that. Right. And for some reason, he's, I don't know. <laughs> he's trying to blame it on a Republican. <laughs> yeah. Everything's the Republicans' fault right now. Oh, there we go again. Oh, we're popping and cracking. Oh, boy. If we get shut off again, I'm going to be pissed off this time. I kind of took it with stride. Now I'll just be angry. Anyway, one more thing on Biden. Nope, I don't have nothing on Bi Biden. I got one more. Okay, go ahead. I just heard this today that uh, they played a clip of him being interviewed. Uh, I don't know what it was, uh, who, what show it was, or whatever. The person asked him how, when did he come to change his policy on um, uh, gay marriage? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah, there's an old clip of him, yeah. Have you heard this? No, but I've heard that old clip. Oh, no, uh, there, okay. 
I'm going to get to that. Anyway, he was saying, oh, when I was a um, senior in high school, uh, my dad, my dad, I was getting out of the car. My, uh, we saw these two guys pull up in a nice car, and they were really well dressed, and they got out of the car and um, it, it, in New York City. Right, okay. Whatever is what he was talking about. But anyway, yeah, his first trip to the city. I don't know. I might have been. <laughs> but he said they got out, and then they kissed each other. Oh, man. And and he, you know. <laughs> anyway, so his dad said to him, um, son. Look at them queers over there. No, he just said, son, uh, uh, you know, they love each other. And fucking lie. <laughs> His dad did not say that. His and dad was born in 1840. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> anyway, and anyway, so in 196 or 1961, that's when he was a senior in high school, I guess. But so he says that's when he changed his uh view about gay marriage. And then right after that, the guy played two two different clips, one from uh I think 2006 and another one think around the time that he was running as vice president with Obama yeah. where he said marriage should be between a man and a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah. yeah. No joke. Yeah. I'm no just, joke. I'm not, I'm not, I am for gay marriage to be honest with you, but I'm just saying it's just, I don't hypo- care. Hypocrisy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or it's best. Lying. And huge lie. <laughs> totally lie. Huge lie. <laughs> One, he didn't change his way back then, because just like you said, I've seen them clips, too. (laughs) And then, two, his fucking dad didn't say nothing like that. Well. Yeah, I'm sure he said, he said exactly what I said. No, I wasn't there. (laughs) But, okay, I wasn't there. But if I was there, that's what would have (laughs) happened. I'm just telling you, I I don't believe that story. I don't believe anything he says anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I don't know if I don't know if he's doing interviews. Do they think? Do you think they have people in his ear, like you know, like he, he has an earpiece on? And yeah, that's why telling him what to say. Yeah, that's why he has new ones every fucking week <laughs> because <laughs> they can't find the right person to keep up with his brain. <laughs> <laughs> they start going too fast, and he's like, <laughs> anyway, shit. Or maybe he loses feed like we do. <laughs> it could be. He's like, America's the great. <laughs> Damn. Anyway. <laughs> then he gets buzzed back in. He's like, double barrel shotgun. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. See, I okay, so I am sorry about the whole audio thing for sure for our listeners and all that. But uh, we don't do that here. We don't, like, stop it. Be like, okay, let's start over. It's oh, type yeah. two. <laughs> yeah, we just roll. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead with Biden. Oh, that's all I had. That's all you had? Okay, I got something. So far. Yeah, I got a couple of things here real quick before we go. Old DeSantis strips a luxurious Florida hotel's liquor license after hosting lewd drag show with children pl- present. Good. I don't know why you're having that shit at your hotel anyway. I'm not saying the drag shows. I'm saying if I took my son when he was like 
six or seven to a fucking strip club, I'd be all over the news mm-hmm. as the worst parent in history. Yeah, you're probably right. But, you know. But, yeah, he stripped their liquor license. So Yeah, I know he's getting a lot of grease. Or, or well, at least... Oh, a lot of grease from what? The Willow uh, protests? There's uh, like four or five of them out there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> a lot of the lefty media. Um, but. They probably rounded up a few homeless people that got shipped down there. You know, they're trying to. They're trying to. The mainstream media is they're trying to make him look like he's a big authoritarian. Like he's, oh, imposing his views and his stuff on other people i I just think he's trying to use people i don't you know don't know much about the guy i know he you know he was definitely uh in the military as a a jag officer uh, oh was he yeah jag off <laughs> <laughs> but so i mean there, there could be some kind of ties to some kind of uh, intelligence agencies there s- at some point i don't know but it seems like he's just trying to be just a moral person. And yeah, like a normal right person. Yeah, do the like, right hey, thing. <laughs> I know I would be mad if someone took my young, small-year-old to a drag fucking show. Just like I'd be pissed off if somebody took my small-year-old to the strip club. My or p- let him watch porn. It's weird. My point is also that... Um, that you know, you don't want. I agree, that should be wrong. That the, it shouldn't even be happening. The drag queen for kids thing oh. shouldn't happen. Um, if you want to do whatever you want when you're an adult, then yeah, go do that's it. what I'm getting at. But and the other thing is, is um, like, you, but having a, I don't know. I can see what what point they're trying to make. Just because if you're having a government official trying to. It's just like the government. Okay, just like you couldn't buy beer here on Sundays forever until right. recently. Yeah, uh, it's just like having the government tell you that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get. I, it. I understand what they're saying. I just don't. I I think this one is one that I would almost agree with him on. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do agree with the. Yeah, children shouldn't be present at that type of event. I don't think it's right for children. That's my only problem with it. The rest of it, I I'm don't trying care. to make him look like a big government guy. So. Yeah, or something weird. But all right, well, show you my next story real quick before we go. Here we go. All right, get ready. What do we got? Boom! Biden's Washington machine rule. Have you heard this, Randy? About the washing machines? No, I haven't heard this one. Okay, here we go. Biden washing machine rule would make Americans dirtier and stinkier and raise prices according to manufacturers. Industry manufacturers claim that the the change would make each cycle take longer, detergent costs more, and leave clothes dirtier and stinkier. Last month, President Biden's Department of Energy proposed new efficiency standards for washing machines that require the appliances to use considerably (laughs) less water, all in an effort to confront the global climate crisis. (sighs) Ah. Bullshit! Can't we watch? Can't we wash our clothes in salt water? I don't know. There's plenty of that. Yeah, there's all kinds of that shit. <laughs> I don't know. Surely the dryer fling the salt pellets <laughs> out, right? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> throwing stuff out there. 
I mean, e- I don't think a washing machine is killing anyone. So, first he was coming for our gas stoves. Now he's coming for a washing machine. Because wash of water. <laughs> he's got a thing against the appliance industry. I don't yeah, know. I know. Probably because they won't let him buy into it. Oh, yeah. They're like, piss off, dude. Oh, this is you ours. know what? That oh, they didn't donate to his campaign. That's, That's what, what it was. was. They donated to Trump. It's possible. <laughs> I don't know. Because Trump's clothes are nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. It, you know, the whole thing about, like, the, uh, you know, we talked about before, the World Economic Forum wanting you to eat bugs eventually and, yeah. uh, you know, and the climate people saying, um, you know, you should, you know, don't drive any or don't drive uh as you know as much as you are whatever and these 15 mini minute cities uh, you can only go you can't you got to get a pass to go out of them or back into them or whatever yeah, it's um, against the freedom of movement here's act isn't here's it? the thing though about all of this is all those people trying to implement all that stuff is still going to fly on their private jets they're going to go wherever Have, in the heck they yeah. want to go and they're going to eat Filet mignon right. and not bugs. Right. <laughs> and they're going to be the ones, too. Also, people got to think about this. They're the ones also sitting in an SUV with about six or seven SUVs in front of them yep. and a back of them exactly. protecting them, mm-hmm. driving around. Oh. Yeah. So shut up. Go ahead. Oh, I just. I was Randy just, got excited. I, no, I just thought of something that I didn't even. Um, I didn't even prepare this. I just thought of something, though. I did hear that. You know, the collapse at that uh, bank in um, Silicon Valley? Yeah. I had heard that uh, Megan and Harry had their money in <laughs> Oh, <bank>. really? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why they had to bail them out. <coughs> yeah. I don't know. This, <coughs> this could be not t- true. I don't know. I just heard this. Right. Well, this is my last thing about that. And we can sign off. All righty. Here we go. Bernie Sanders says Silicon Valley Bank's failure is the direct result of Trump-era bank regulations. I've heard that, too. <sighs> really? It took two years? That's why they tried to blame the de- the train derailment on Trump because he deregulated or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. This is just getting silly. Like uh, everything's not everything's his fault. Everything's Trump's fault. I mean, and you know. what's crazy is, as soon as Biden got in, he started canceling shit left and right. So why didn't he cancel these policies and fix them? Well, no, they. I don't think they even uh, the the train one. I don't think they even enacted that one. I think he would. I think I don't know. I heard something about it. Either they, ha- either they did, or maybe he did. Maybe Biden did overturn that policy or something. So, right. and then I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but <coughs> for some reason, that policy that Trump wanted to do was not actually in play oh during this God. thing or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, they just keep going back to him, but everything's his well, fault. They got to blame somebody. Well, they were blaming Putin for a while. They kind of got off Trump, but huh. then, like for some reason, they're like, Psh, "Americans aren't listening. We got to go back to Trump." Yeah. Well. I mean, you know, Putin was a big target too, but uh, I mean, maybe he, maybe he is to blame for that. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs>
idea. All right, Randy, you ready? I'm ready. We're going to end the show, people. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, yep, apologies for the sound bite or whatever again. It keeps, uh, you know. Oh, real quick there before we go. B-I-F and C-R-V-E, new. <laughs> you know what the code is. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, if we, they're saying about this bank collapse and all that, this is going to usher in the digital dollar eventually uh, because of this. Um, here's my question. If you have all your money in digital dollars or whatever, what happens if the electricity goes out? Oh, I'll show you. <laughs> this is how many dollars you'll have. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> None. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's real the only thing I had. Don't believe the hype, people. Okay? <laughs> stay away from cryptocurrency. Shit's going to end up ruining everything. I would say stay away from any kind of digital currency. Yeah, stick with this stuff. Now I know. I don't know if the camera's showing that, but it is not drugs, okay? Yeah, I was going to say, is that your marijuana? <laughs> yeah, it's my pot. <laughs> it's my pot. <laughs> no. This is a uh, 1899 silver dollar made out of real silver. Just saying. A dollar is made out of paper. Who you going to trust? Anyway, we got to go. We're getting crazy. Yeah. All right. I appreciate everybody listening. You know the deal. It's like this every time. But I'm Sean. I'm Randy. And this has been Rule, Rule America. America. See you on the flip side. <laughs> the flip side. You don't even get that, do you? Yeah, I do.